every night we play the Bible when we sleep. And I remember when you first did that, I was kind of annoyed, but it's just become so refreshing. But there are times that I'm like, oh, I listened to this scripture today. And in my mind, for some reason, I say to myself, well, you can't really glean from that in the same way you would read it. I don't think that's true. I think for a lot of people, it can be just as, if not more impactful, hearing the word of God than just reading it with your two eyes. Howdy, I'm Jason. And I'm Riley. And welcome to the Meet the McAllisters podcast, where we are trying to bring tribes of people together to have a deeper relationship with Christ and his church. And in this week's video, we're going to be talking about the worst way to study the Bible and make sure to stay till the end of the video for the best Bible study tips. What do you think the worst way to study the Bible is, Jason? The worst way, absolute worst way you could ever study the Bible is by yourself. I would 100% agree. I think that that is not a very like common thing because we pretty much go to church and they say well make sure that you go to church and then go home and study your bible and it's like don't let your bible have dust on it at your house so it's like yes but you should be interacting with the body of christ and therefore that is how you study the bible the most effective yeah i think when the typical way we think studying the Bible, the best way to do it, we think, is you got to get by yourself and just start reading, go through it and read and read and read and read. And nobody else around you, all your concentration is just on the Bible. And while I think it is good to read the Bible by yourself and to be constantly having the word renew your mind daily, yeah, yeah. right? I think that's important. If we're looking at just like Christian history, Mo the majority of Christians throughout history haven't interacted with the scriptures like that up until recently. Yeah, and that's all because of the invention of having the printing press and being able to mass produce copies of the Bible, whereas that was not the common thing back then. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the start of the early church, it was very uncommon to have even a complete Bible within your community. In fact, there were people in the early church who specifically memorized large sections of scripture if not all of scripture so they could go to communities and tell them the scripture and recite it to them that way they would have access to it so it's a very recent thing the idea of having one whole bible together mm -hmm. and to be able to have access to everybody having it and even back then weren't they writing like wasn't it a command that they had to write their own copy of the bible but then again it was only one copy per family and so families were interacting with it together well it was you know in the old testament we have the command that each man is to write the torah mm -hmm. for their families yeah so that they have access to it which we probably did not happen very often right mm -hmm. because of how i mean just think back then it was expensive to be able to even write right we have paper and it's super cheap but they didn't even have access to paper back then right yeah everything was made from animal skins so that you had to have that and do all this process to be able to make it then you had to handwrite everything like imagine handwriting the entire bible <laughs> right that's what people did for a job but not only that because there was so limited resources there was usually in a community maybe one person if they had the whole bible who had it yeah. and were entrusted with it and usually it was the spirit leaders in the community yeah. so that nobody would tamper with it or mess with it. So there was this need to depend on one another just so we could have access to the scripture. Yeah. I remember reading, in fact, that the early church, it was a common practice to teach new converts to memorize the book of Psalms and to just recite it throughout the week because that was really the way they could have the word of God constantly, constantly with them is through memorizing the scripture and being able to recite it. This idea that scripture and me reading my Bible is like, you know, there's that country song that says, me and Jesus, we got it all figured out. You don't. You don't have it all figured out. 
Your heart is deceitfully, deceitfully wicked. Yeah, 100%. Yes, you have the Holy Spirit, but you are a fallible human being. And God has given us the church so that we can come to the scripture in a proper way. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think that when we see, I mean, even early church history, people were coming together. The scripture is being read aloud. And that is how people were hearing the scripture. They didn't have the literacy to understand and to be able to read the Bible themselves. The way that we live is very, very different. We are all taught how to read men and women alike we all have a copy of the bible i mean i think we've probably got at least five sitting around our house plus the two that we have on our phones that was not the common thing that they were doing and so we have taken that to to an extreme of saying we don't need anyone we just need ourselves yeah, that's, that's such a crazy point like i didn't even think about but yet not everybody could read back then so even if let's say you you had a bible sitting in front of you you may not necessarily even know how to read it because you don't know how to read yeah so a lot of times the only way that you could know what the scripture said for you know, maybe poorer christians or less educated christians was by having it read to you and hearing it and then just having to memorize what it said. Now, yeah. of course, Christianity is the number one reason that literacy in the West skyrocketed. Why? Because, well, we had an incentive, right, to read the word of God. It is true, like the idea that you and you alone are responsible for reading the Bible without the context of your community. I think yeah. that's just really foreign. If we're being honest, how the Bible has been treated and interacted with in Christian history for like thousands of yeah. years. If you are finding this content helpful and encouraging thus far, we want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and comment down below. How do you study the Bible? What's the way you typically interact with your Bible on a given basis? And I think going back to reading the scripture as a whole is... Jesus even says where two or three are gathered there in my name, there I am among with you, you know, and I'm not saying that Jesus cannot come and impact one person. I mean, we see Moses in the Old Testament. Moses went away and Jesus in the New Testament, he went away, prayed to his father. He was in, you know, he was alone. That's not wrong. But when we are trying to discover what the scripture genuinely says, it needs to be something where it's iron sharpening iron. Mm -hmm. And that is what allows us to go forth you know, to share the gospel more. Yeah. So if you're looking for some helpful tips, right? Okay. Well, if I, if it's not just me reading the Bible my, by myself, what are some helpful tips on how to interact with the Bible from our perspective? And we are by no means theologians or yep. master studiers of the Bible. We're just people who love Jesus that mess up every day and need of his grace and are just trying to get better in our walk with him day by day. But I think some tips, you know, read it with people listen to other people reading it get in some small groups and bible studies and let that be the way that you start to interact with the scripture more that not only is going to open you up to different perspectives you may never notice but yeah it's also going to help you stop and say wait a minute if everybody is looking around me going man i don't know if that's what the scripture says maybe i need to backtrack what and, I think. And rethink what I'm, I'm interpreting. Yeah, and I think that also not just taking today's church, but church history for thousands of years and looking at that and saying, what did the church closer to when Jesus was here believe? Because they are just as valuable of the body of Christ as we are I today. mean, they're your brothers and sisters in Christ. There are like if you will, Christian ancestors. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to listen to people in your community now, we should really take what people thousands of years in Christianity have said. They may have something to offer us. 
And, you know, if you're coming up with something in the scripture that literally, like nobody throughout the history of the church has said, oh, I think this means this way. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it should probably give you pause to say, maybe I need to backtrack here. Maybe mm -hmm. I need to rethink. But a couple other practical tips on studying the Bible is just like a couple of sites like, you know, blueletterbible.org. Mm -hmm. We've used that several times. It's free. The interface is not the prettiest. <laughs> it's not the prettiest, but it's free. It has tons of resources to be able to look at original language and it be explained in a way that I can understand it. Yeah. The Dwell Bible app. Yeah. The it's... Dwell Bible app is one of the things that I think has changed my walk with the Lord and my understanding of scripture because I have a really hard time reading. Like I have a hard time like sitting down and just reading something, but like to be able to listen to the scripture read audibly has allowed me to consume the scripture and, and be able to like know and understand in an easier and quicker way. And, and this is another thing I want to say. I think a lot of people think that if you are listening to the scripture and not reading it, it's somehow less valuable. Every night we play the Bible when we sleep. And I remember when you first did that, I was kind of annoyed, but it's just become so refreshing. But there are times that I'm like, oh, I listened to this scripture today. And in my mind, for some reason, I say to myself, well, you can't really glean from that in the same way you would read it. But I, I, I don't think that's true. I think for a lot of people, it can be just as, if not more impactful, hearing the word of God and studying it through hearing it than just reading it with your two eyes. Well, and you know, this kind of goes back to what I was saying, but like for me, I genuinely cannot, I can read, but like I have a significantly harder time reading the Bible because I have dyslexia rather than listening to it. And so like, I think that to put that on like a generic overall of like, you can't listen to the Bible can be really damaging and hurtful too another yeah. brother and sister in Christ. Or make people feel less than because they feel yeah. like, well, I can only listen to it rather than reading it yeah. when it's like no man both are really great options mm -hmm. and are in an equal playing field for studying the word of god yeah i 100 percent agree and so if you guys have found this week's video helpful make sure to like subscribe comment down below your thoughts any helpful tips that you guys have and if you want to get into contact with us email us at meetthemacallisters at gmail.com we'll see you guys in next week's video